I'm all blinked out today, dude. Today on the podcast, oh, we saw how many <laughs> we see how many Rocky Mountain oysters Lance can eat in under 60 seconds. Welcome to my party. We're just getting started. A life is a dream. It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're locked in to the best damn podcast in all the land. Your mom's favorite podcast, the FCE podcast. I'm Matt. I am Lance. Hey, and we made it two weeks in a row. And, and we're that not ends this week, week. And we won't be here next week. <laughs> that ends this week. But tip of the cap, tips fedora to uh, the fact that we were here two weeks in a row, I guess. I know, man. It's tough when it's just the two of us, man. All, Listen to my third world problems. That's all we got. Just the two of us. Just you and I. Just, Just me, myself, and I. Dude, uh, how was your week? Um, super shitty. Really? Even though you're you're gearing up to move? Yes, yeah, super shitty. I saw that beautiful uh, Ted Lasso poster that your wifey got you. Oh, yeah, it's right behind me, actually. I think it was fucking sweet. It's pretty badass. They have a really bad... Like my new office, I'll get to my week in a minute. Like, but my new office, I'm like, when we move, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to display like my comic books all over the walls anymore. And I'm kind of really getting into these, like, yeah, (laughs) I'm kind of getting into like these super minimalistic, like post movie posters. Cause I found this person on Etsy that makes like, these super minimalistic movie posters for all these different movies, like the Ted Lasso one. And they have a really badass into the Spider-Verse one. And I was like, oh, So man. it's on Etsy? Yeah, they're on Etsy. But I'm like, man, those are so badass. So I'm thinking of doing like, putting up, of course, my Kevin Smith posters and stuff. And then like doing my Turtles poster that I got. And then a couple of these super minimalistic uh, posters. Is it the one with the big Miles Morales face and then them standing on top? No. Uh-uh. All right. I'll find it. I will f- try to find it. What it, What does probably, it look like? I can probably find it real quick. I can grab the link to it and post it in the chat. But while I'm doing that, so my... Huh? Go ahead. As I saw my week, it's been super shitty because uh, my wife actually was has been out of town working all week so i've had my daughter and my daughter doesn't like to sleep so yes that one that's fucking awesome yeah isn't that badass yeah comes framed no you have to frame it yourself but like it comes on like super thick paper like it's really good quality yeah like a super cardstock yeah Yeah, i definitely want to put that up I, w- I definitely want to get that and put it up in my office. See, but anyways, I, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, my daughter doesn't like to sleep. So Monday, we had to take my dog to the vet because last Friday, he just started like yelping whenever he would walk and shit. And so he's on um, anti-inflammatories and they're giving him diarrhea. So Tuesday night, dude, like Tuesday night, my daughter woke up at like 1 a.m. I just got to bed. She woke up at 1 a.m. and she was up until five. 
So, and I get up at 7.30 for work. So I got like an hour of sleep, two hours of sleep. Then the next night, my dog has fucking diarrhea. So he's running, needs to go out every fucking 10 minutes. And then last night, he's still got diarrhea. And then my daughter's up. So it's like trying to get her back to sleep. Then he needs to go outside to shit. And then, you know, so that resets her. So I've just, the last three days, I've not slept. I'm tired of shit. I'm running on pure adrenaline right now. So that's been my week. And then on top of moving, I actually signed all the documents to sell my house right before we came on the fucking podcast. So I am. Have you seen this? Yes. Everywhere. <laughs> that's all I could think about when you were talking about your dog. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh all right well that's all i needed to share but that was my week so and then next weekend so now of course we're going to the fourth of july we close on our house on the fifth and then next weekend we're moving doing all the moving stuff so by the time we come back i will be in my new podcasting office ready to rock and roll is your so, office bigger uh, a little bit yeah that's what I want so bad, dude. I want a nice big office. I can put like all my musical stuff in it, my guitars and everything and amps and stuff. I mean, it looks and like you got plenty big enough now. It's only this this office is like it's I think it, what it is is the way it's um laid out. Mm-hmm. Um but like I have a big desk that takes up a lot of this room. Well, my desk problem. is 8 8 feet by 6 feet. Yeah. But, overcompensating for something <laughs> no i i like it because um my kids are homeschooled so often i'll have them sit over here while i'm working and then i can help them with their like workbooks and stuff so it's nice nice big desk what about you? yeah that's yeah. what i want dude i want a nice big office i can put a recording studio and stuff in i need a lot of room for that yeah it's a little ridiculous but <laughs> but yeah dude i'm just happy the week's fucking over dude i'm i'm leaving out of town on sunday i'll be gone for a week this week at work was tough dude just just tough a lot of a lot of shit to catch up on before you go out of town you know mm-hmm. and um luckily my boss was like hey we're not coming in on thursday so i didn't have to drive to the office one of the days i normally would so that was nice that's exciting. But, dude, funny story. So my mom was calling me like a crazy person during our last show on Friday. And because there was a car accident by my house and she freaks out every time because she lives too close to me. <laughs> and uh, she she's like calling my wife and I. We never answer our phones. You know this, Matt. Yeah. And uh, fucking she's like, why wouldn't you answer me? I was like, well, mom, I was in the podcast. I do the podcast. I did say every night, but that's not true because we're not consistent. But uh, I do the podcast every night. She's like, oh, I didn't know you did a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I always have done the podcast. You know I've done the podcast. I'm going to Comic-Con in two weeks. I told the whole family that I'm going for the podcast. So she decides to check out the podcast. Nice. She got five minutes in and said, why are you cursing so much? I can't listen to this. Nice. (laughs) 
That's why we do it. It's a deterrent. It's a mother deterrent. I think that's the episode that I said, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's like, you don't talk like that. I was like, well, I do talk like that, just not around you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, never thought she would go hunt for it. And now she knows that I'm a foul mouth sailor and uh, she'll never look at me the same again. Everyone's, everyone's, you know, at some point, all parents' like image of you being just this golden child has got to be destroyed anyways, right? Well, I thought I got ruined at 17, dude, when I moved out and started doing drugs and drinking and, yeah. you know what I mean? I thought that that happened then, but apparently I like, you know, rised back up to the occasion in my parents' eyes and now I've just disappointed them again. She was like, uh, I'm just going to over, I'm going to overlook this. And now she's, she can't <laughs> overlook it anymore. She's like the drugs, the alcohol, that was fine. The women, that was fine. You said as soon as you start saying pod- the F word. <laughs> you said the F word on a podcast. You said potty words. <laughs> you used foul language in front of a lady. In front She's of your like, mother. She tells me, and I love my mom. So none of this is supposed to be disparaging towards towards her. But she goes, Lance, when you curse like that, you seem less intelligent. And I said, Mom, sometimes cursing like that is the only way I can get my point across. God damn it. (laughs) And then I say, Lance's mom, every time your son opens his mouth, he sounds less intelligent. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, um, did we just have our two-year anniversary of the Reborn podcast? Was that two years remember. ago that I joined this shit? Uh, it was right during, yeah, 2020, I want to say, during the pandemic. Has it been three years? It might be. I, I really don't. I really don't remember, honestly. I think I it really don't remember. I think I Olivia was born in 2020, and I think we started right around the time Olivia was born. Because I think I started, and then you and Max did it while while I took a couple weeks off for the baby. Yeah, and then I don't think Max had James yet either. Definitely wasn't during the pandemic. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. Didn't I join the podcast before you? No, no, it wasn't. No, were you? Yeah, no. It had to have been early. It it had to have been late 2021 because I was already dating Aaron. And I was doing. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, I was already dating Aaron. And I was doing um, flip side. And yeah, so I thought I thought it was it was years. like October 2021 that I left flip side. So yeah, yeah like November 2021. That's still technically during the pandemic, honey. No, it was June. I know for a fact it was in the middle of the summer. No. Yeah. No, because I was living. With I'm Aaron, pretty sure it was June, and then she moved in with me. It's stumbling or something. To, to I don't know. Listens don't to almost know. every episode. He probably knows better than but, both of us combined. Well, I mean, I could look. I could literally look real fast, and <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just saying, but, dude. Do we have something to celebrate? Max uh, didn't last long. No, <laughs> I didn't expect him to. I still make fun of them for it. All these quitters. 
Dude, I'm just like, what else am I doing on a Friday night? I get to talk to my buddy, my buddy Matt. Get to talk about some movies and shit. Get to piss off my mother. Movies and shit. It's so fun pissing off your mother, kids. Hell yeah, it is. The more you know. I don't even know. Was there a theme song for that? (laughs) Or did I just start singing that? The more you know. You remember the more you know things? (laughs) That's what it was. But you just, I mean, you just started singing something. I don't know. (laughs) That's my ADHD. I just start breaking out into songs. Or I think of random quotes from movies and just start blurting them out. I like how my wife jumped on here to keep you in mind. She's like, it definitely wasn't. I know. She's like, fucking Lance. I'm going to keep Definitely you wasn't. You told her my wife was out of town, huh? So she's going to keep me in line. No, I didn't know your wife here. was out of town. I didn't. Yeah, she left this morning. I'm meeting her up uh, up there on Sunday. So I am by my oh. lonesome. Nice. I did no. tell you that. That's why I'm going to the movie tomorrow night. No. No, you didn't. Yeah, fucker. Yes, I did. No. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> Well, I'm all by my lonesome. Nice. Dude, I love how, like, okay, February 10th on our Facebook page. Hello, everyone. Due to family obligations, we have made the difficult decision to cancel tonight's episode. <laughs> we should start coming out with with uh, posts that say, due to family obligations, we've made the difficult decision tonight to do an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was so polite. Now we just don't show up. <laughs> Stumbling's nah, just sitting there. He's like, where the fuck are these guys? No, just can't can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, it's summers are hard, man. Thank goodness it's kind of a slow movie year. Because for some reason, this summer feels busier than other summers. You know what I'm saying? I just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so it was almost two year two years ago. Was it June or July? Um, that's still Kyle. You started doing the show before we came on. I remember that. And we hadn't oh, made a, the announcement. It, says it was one year ago. No. That's what it says. Your no. first episode with me was episode two seventy five, talking uh Taking Taskmaster to task. Yeah, wasn't that... So it was right before San Diego. I went to San Diego a year ago. So yeah, you're pretty close. Was it two years? No, one year. There's no way I was on this podcast last year. When did you get married? January, right? No. January. Logan was born... I got married in December or November of 2022. Logan was born in January of 2022. Yeah, and I was on the show. Yeah, you were talking with know. you about Logan. That's I'd be This is what YouTube says is one one year ago. Who knows? I'm so confused. It's about normal for you. Absolute Geek Remastered has a controversy, controversial Kyle character redesigned. These old thumbnails, dude. <laughs> huh? It's it's a picture of Kyle. 
Uh, let me see. Share screen window. These old thumbnails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's a little bit too happy to be wherever. Where is he? San Diego? No, that's at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Was that? Yeah. Live July 9th. July 2nd, 2021. Yeah, here I found the announcement. Share screen. Here's the announcement. Well, there you go. Yeah, July 2nd, 2021. So actually, Sunday is two years. I'm glad that was. Gosh, I don't remember a lot of shit, but I'm pretty proud of myself for this one. There you go. <laughs> Did I make this? I think I did. I'm the one that used the cartoon faces, huh? Yeah. This fucker had to leave. Oh, man. Memories. Joyce? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Hello, I was Joyce? expecting that from my, from my hetero life partner over here no i'm not max you, you must <laughs> be mistaken hey we have an open marriage max yeah, and i well. and you unwillingly are being invited into that thruple mm, <laughs> is that the right term the thruple pass. <laughs> With the hard pass on that dude you'll 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 be changing your mind once i'm all sexy no <laughs> Dude, everybody said, oh, that stuff's... So I started a weight loss medication today. Everybody's like, that stuff's going to make you nauseous. Everybody I know takes it, gets nauseous like immediately. I feel fine, dude. I think I'm just normally nauseous. So I don't know the difference. They say you're going to start growing a vagina. A vajay? That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> going to change. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Why? So you flick your own bean? <laughs> Every movie where they like the guy and the girl switch bodies. What's the first thing the guy does? Look at his boobs. It looks at his boobs. <laughs> you and I don't have that issue. <laughs> no, I look at my boobs every day. <laughs> oh man, dude, well, I'm a solid B cup now. All right. <laughs> oh man. Um, Got bigger dude. So, two weeks we're going to San Diego Comic Con. Are you excited? Eh. Meh. I, I mean, Meh. for me, it's just another. It's just another go around, you know. I'm excited. I'm excited to get to California. Well, you should be excited. It's your first Comic Con. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But I'm just excited to get out of this easy bake oven Heat that we're wave. living in. <laughs> It is yeah. hot as fuck, dude. What was the what was the temp today? Hundred. I don't think it got up to one hundred fifteen. Did it? My car said it was one hundred fifteen. Well, yeah, because your car was in direct sunlight. Um, it's gonna be hot this weekend. It's gonna be one hundred and fifteen the next three days, which is good. So we should start getting. We should start seeing some monsoon season or storms come our way. 
So it says the high today was. This is a riveting podcast. Welcome to the National Weather Service <laughs> podcast. Featuring I'm just saying Matt everybody Lanes. be grateful. Be grateful that you don't live here through the months no, of May. Got Kevin Hart has August balls. Welcome to Hottest Balls, the <laughs> podcast where we sit here and talk about Phoenix's weather for the next seven days. The seven day forecast <laughs> is hot as fuck. Did we get any hate mail from our conversation last week? Um, we got one one off the wall comment that I'm surprised you didn't like see or say anything about. What did it say? Someone called me an asshole. No, it not even close. <laughs> what was the what was the show called? Oh, it was the Flash one, right? Is it in like our regular chat or regular comments? I think I have to. I think I have to approve it. I don't think I ever approved it. I don't know, but it was just like something. What like, did Flash take out the MCU as well? Superhero movies are for queers. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the the comment right there. What did Flash take out the MCU as well? Superhero movies are for queers. Oh, he's saying that the MCU is doing the same thing that the that the DC, DCU did. I don't know. I don't know what he's saying. I, think I just that, what's up, Eric? I just laughed and went on my merry way. But Mott Fifty is his name. All right, dude. Well, you're entitled to your own opinion. Man, I wish I didn't have freakishly large feet because these shoes are badass. Do you know what's funny, dude? So, when I was younger in high school and stuff, like, this stuff that we're into, like, was for nerds, right? It was pretty much like that for everyone. And now... Or what? Then it became awesome. It became the biggest thing in the world, right? And now are we starting to see the decline again? Am I am I going to be a nerd again? No, not in a good way. I don't think you're <laughs> seeing the decline of anything. If the massive amount of people that show up to conventions, you're not you're not seeing the decline of anything. But are they there for the comics? Or are they there like Phoenix? Dude is filled with anime people. Well, I mean, doesn't. Just comics alone doesn't make you a nerd. Like, yeah, it's filled with anime people, and you got the people who are like the Walking Dead fans or Game of Thrones fans, or you know, it's it's all kind of encompassing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at these DCs. They did a sick um, DC crossover with Marvel and Deadpool. Oh, I saw those. I showed them to my wife, Deadpool. and she said, no. DC shoes, right? Yeah, Eric says, uh, no, because all those nerds are raising more nerds, and we have the money. <laughs> I wish I had the <laughs> Yeah, I wish I had the money. She, Economy, I can't even go to the fucking... Marvel. I can't even go to the grocery store. Went to the grocery store the other night, brought, bought three things, and paid fucking 60 bucks. It's ridiculous. Dude, we went to Walmart last night. I bought my kids some candy. And like I didn't even I walked out with maybe like three grocery bags and spent two hundred dollars. Like like not even full of shit. Like there was a couple t-shirts in there and stuff. Cause Anna needed some stuff before she left. Those are sick. 
The red and they black. They really haven't changed these shoes in a, since I was no, in No, they school. haven't. Like, they are still the same fucking shoes. But I like DCs only because they're wider, because they're a skate shoe, and I have fucking... Um, are you walking feet. around with flippers? Yep. Those are the fucking clown. See, I have I have wide feet, um, but not too wide. So I wear Nikes, but Nikes SBs, the skateboard Nikes, I can't wear. I bust out the side of them. But Vans, I can wear just fine. Yeah, I like DCs though. The only problem for me with DCs is they're giant clunky shoes. Yeah, not as bad as Osiris's. Do you remember those? Mm-mm. No. You don't remember Osiris's? Nope. Dude, you got to look up the Osiris D3s. Unless that's something to do with the Mighty Ducks. I don't want to know. Look at this shit, dude. This was the clunkiest shoe I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And then Globes were really clunky. You remember Globes? No. Or DVSs? You really never branched out of the DC. <laughs> Weather DC, and giant yeah. feet rocking this Friday night. Whoop, whoop, absolutely. These fuckers. So your DC's got to be better than that. Yeah, they are. Like the the tongue on these shoes was like it's like two inches thick. Mm-hmm. Aaron likes to call my shoes death traps. <laughs> I have a size fifteen foot. What do you want me to do? So when I was in high school, which would have been the same time you were in high school, the bigger your shoes, like the more it made you look like a cartoon character, the cooler you were. Mm. But they were also the more expensive. Those D3s, I think when they came out, were 250 bucks. Ridiculous. I mean, I wore Nikes and all that right up until I couldn't get them in my size. And then I switched to DCs when I was an adult. But DC makes a good shoe, dude. I've had many DCs. But before I could buy my own shoes, my parents bought me like world industry shoes from like your Big parents five. still buy you your buy you underwear. I just spent 150 bucks on some Nike trainers, dude. I'm sorry. Fucking expensive. I needed new shoes before we go to Comic-Con. Nah, that's a mistake. Well, I'm already wearing them in. It's just my other ones were fucking the sole was all destroyed. and So I've been wearing them. So they're not going to be like fucking new. Velcro kids. I had Velcro Vans. I called them prison shoes. And they were like my, uh, weird muted colors, like gray and shit. My choice of shoe growing up were LA Lights. LA Lights? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. You've never seen LA Light shoes, the ones that light up when you walk? Mm-hmm. Like on little kids? Well, when I was growing up, I would have been a little kid, yes. Oh, I thought you were saying like right before no. like high school. No. I was wearing like Nikes for like my four-year-old. I was wearing Nikes, Fila's, or Adidas then. But 
All right, well, enough about giant feet in the weather and clothing. Let's get into geek news, shall we? Geek news. Geek news. Geek move. Geek move. Uh, we have a Superman Uh-oh. casting. <laughs> it started on the wrong slide. Whoops. Superman casting. Whoops. Like yes, we have, we have, we have, we have announcement of our Superman and Lois Lane, or James Gunn's Superman Legacy, and it's uh oh, come what on, the what hell's the, what going the hell? on? What are you doing? You do it. You do it. I was trying to be helpful, and I just fucked it all up. <laughs> it's David Corn Sweat. <laughs> uh, what an unfortunate last name. Yeah. Rachel Brosnahan just looks like every girl I had a crush on in high school. Yeah. I think they could have done she, better for Lois Lane. She's a fantastic actress, dude. What She's won like four Emmys or something like that. I've actually never heard really, of either of these people. Well, you've, you've heard of the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, I have. That's what she's famous for. And she was also in um, Home Homeland. What's the... What's that show called? Homeland? Uh, the Boys? No, not Homelander. Oh. It was uh, with Claire Danes, I think, is the, is the one it was. No idea. But they couldn't have done a better job finding an actor who doesn't look like Henry Cavill, right? Oh, dude, it's spitting image. Yeah, he looks like he'd be Henry Cavill's little brother. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it kind of looks like Tom Welland and... Though. Kind of looks like Tom Welland and Henry Cavill had a fuck baby, and that yeah, a little bit. That's who we get. It wasn't um. It she was in House of Cards. Okay. Yeah, I like her, dude. I like her a lot. Like marvelous Miss Maisel, like her and Alex, um, whatever the girl's name that's the other girl that's on that show are the reason I watched that show. She's hysterical. Apparently this I just don't know, like, Lois Lane, honestly, to me, feels like a step back for her. Apparently this dude was in Twister. The old one? Yeah. With with um, Jodie Foster? Yeah. Was he alive? That's what it says. Or maybe he's going to be How in Twisters. Oh, no, it's Twisters. Never mind. The new oh, so he's going to be in the reboot or whatever? Reboot. It's yeah. gonna be in the reboot. Um, yeah, I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall, dude. I don't know who he is. Like, I was he in anything noteworthy? Wasn't he like in Teen Wolf or something? Uh, he was in Pearl, some something called Pearl, something called Hollywood oh, yeah, the X trilogy or whatever. The politician look both ways, affair of state. We own this city. Twisters, the greatest hits, the answer following Chase, the Sunlit Night, Project Payday. Um, oh, he was in House of Cards too. Lady in the Lake, Save My Life, Boston Trauma, Locked In, and One Bad Choice. Um, the Politician was actually pretty good. That's the one with um, uh, Evan. Hansen, what's his name? 
that he's the he's the one that does magic and pitch perfect. What's his name? I don't know. I don't Have you ever seen that. Pitch Perfect? I don't watch that stupid shit. Um, ben Platt. Yeah, Ben Platt. The politician was on Netflix, and it's a Ryan Murphy, I think, show. I don't remember this dude being in it. Probably, but, but it's been a while since I've seen that. So, so I mean, it's it's good to see, I guess, DC kind of going the Marvel route, early Marvel with no name actors, um, to play play Superman, and I mean, I guess the actress playing Lois Lane's a little bit more well known if. Uh, if you watch Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I don't, so. But she was a big, she was a big role in House of Cards too. I didn't watch She's, House of Cards either. Well, House of House of Cards was a, I haven't seen it either. But my brother was telling me when I was talking about Miss Maisel, my brother was telling me about House of Cards because he likes House of Cards, and uh, said that she was in quite a few episodes apparently. Hmm. But this other dude just looks like. Any other good looking? He's probably English too, isn't he? With that last name, he's from London or England or whatever. Uh, no, no, he's an American. He's born in Pennsylvania. He's got an American accent. Well, that's a nice little change of pace. No, no, he's American. He was born in Pennsylvania. He's from America. It's a natural American accent. Yeah. When's the last time we had? We never this... like Snyder casted all British people for. Well, These Jason Momoa here. sounds the way he does. Yeah, Momoa and Affleck, but saying like, like Cavill was British. Like all these superheroes are British people. Yeah. Uh, well, good. I'm. We'll see how good. I, I would like the dude to bulk up. He seemed pretty tiny to me. And just put a suit on him. He'll be all right. Do you think this I'm just movie not be any good? I think it has to be. Um, I think James Gunn is going to put everything he can into this because it's his home run swing, right? He's he's kicking off his universe. His he's he's the first one, really. Well, now I guess not. Now it's Blue Beetle, but originally he was the first one to put his stamp on this new DC universe and kick it off right. And you know, I was from the get-go when they announced him as the the leader of this shit i said he's gonna come out he's gonna direct the first movie it's probably gonna be superman because he's gonna want to hit the ground running and put his stamp on it and make it to where everyone else has to beat his first movie and i think it has to be good if it's anything if it fails i think you're gonna see i don't know i don't want to see you'll, you'll see the catastrophic like collapse of dc studios but like if if this one flops and the batman brave and the bold flops oh boy uh, it'll be rough sailing for old james gunn i don't know if anything like that has batman in the title would flop do you uh to ask ask that the schumacher yeah but now is what but didn't those movies at least like do something like what was the box office haul? Wasn't it like good for? I mean, it just pretty much. Pretty... Uh, it, I mean, I would say it. It pretty much fucking stalled George Clooney's career a little bit because that at that time he's coming fresh off of 
fucking uh, ER and Roseanne, and yeah, he, he had like name. a rocket pack of success on his back. And then kind of the same thing with Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer was coming off of all the shit he did, um, like Top Gun and Willow and all that shit. And then he played Batman. It was like that rocket that was strapped to his back ran out of fuel and he was fucking just kind of pit- puttering around. Same thing with George Clooney. He had that rocket on his back, played Batman, and kind of fucking puttered around a little bit. Dude, the Clooney and Val Kilmer ones just merge all together for me. They're just shit. Ish and Corbin, dude, they're fucking crazy about that stuff. Batman, so I'm looking at the top. So nine high, or it's ranked as far as gross, box office gross for Batman movies. Nine is Batman and Robin, but not to, and this is adjusted for inflation. At number eight, it's Batman Returns. Okay. Batman Returns wasn't a great movie. Yeah, but Batman Forever did 336 million, where Batman Returns did 266. Batman Returns is better than Batman Forever. Wait a minute. Is that a quality Blink-182 shirt I see? Yeah, I just got this at the concert. I got the poster back there and my new Funko Pops. Oh, there's another Blink-182 Funko Pop right there. Again, Batman like forever did it. So Batman Begins. Look who's in. Look at the cast in that, though. Like and Batman dude, Forever. Yeah, you would expect it to do big numbers because it's got Val Kilmer, Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Nicole Kidman, Drew Barrymore, Chris O'Donnell. Like the cast of that movie alone in normal times would scream. Yeah, but fucking box office like, success. This came off a successful like intro to the character, right? Like Batman is huge batman begins falls up and they cast michelle pfeiffer in it michelle pfeiffer was huge back then well batman begins didn't follow up on this it was it was no, batman, batman the first than Mike- batman and robin oh the michael keaton yeah michael keaton batman so batman michael keaton did really well right right and then batman begins was the next or batman, batman returns, returns. Fuck, these names was the next one and Batman Returns is the eighth. Yeah, because it wasn't very grossing. good. Yeah, but for there's Batman a reason Forever, why they there's a reason why they took it away from uh okay, can't think of his name now. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. And the Batman begins didn't have anybody in it. Batman, the my first Michael Keaton one, four hundred and eleven point five million. I mean, why the you saying Batman did, Begins? Oh, I don't know why the fuck I keep saying that. Batman the Forever. first Batman with Michael yep. Keaton. Yep, the Batman. 411 million. Okay. The The Batman with Robert Pattinson did 736 million. Mm-hmm. And these are think. adjusted for well, inflation. But also more people, more fans. There's probably way more batman fans now than there was back then and the dark knight rises did is the highest grossing batman movie at 1.2 yep. 
1.08 billion dollars because i was riding that wave of the dark knight and everyone was coming out to see it and the dark knight rises is shit and you get i was born you get a fucking do you remember that trailer first dropped yeah and we were like what the fuck is he saying and they had to go through and redub all of his lines Mm -hmm. because you couldn't hear and you still can't fucking understand them (laughs) dark knight rises is bullshit they ruined robin joseph gordon levitt at the end like he's just some dude named robin yeah I get really upset when people are like, Christian Bale is the greatest Batman ever. No, the fuck he isn't. He's pretty damn good. He's not the greatest. I'd much rather have me some Batfleck than I would Christian Bale. I don't even think Batfleck is the greatest. I don't think he's the greatest, but much rather have Batman or Ben Affleck. At least Ben Affleck looks Kevin like Conroy that. is and always will be the best Batman. Yes, fully agree. And the best Joker? Heath Ledger. Oh, it's hard because I really like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker a lot. But Mark but I think it's still Heath Ledger. Mark Hamill, no. Mark Hamill was not the best Joker. Mark ever. Hamill. Mark Hamill's voice is what inspired a lot of the shit to come after nah, it, dude. Because look Mark at what Hamill you plays. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill plays the same fucking voice for every character he does. I'm sorry to tell you, yeah, but he didn't back then. That's his British look voice. What you had? If you watch. You watch Batman the Animated Series. He's the Joker. You watch the Kingsman where he's trying to do it in British accent. It's the Joker. You watch the Flash where he's the trickster. It's the Joker. He, that, he's only got one. Hey, voice, if it ain't man. broke, don't fix it. It's all the Joker. Like Mark Hamill. I would not say Mark Hamill. Dude, I love Mark Hamill's Joker, dude. Here's the thing, though. Like, think about what we got before the animated series. Gene Hackman. Not Gene Hackman. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Hackman was uh, Lex. (laughs) Jack Nicholson and Mark Hamill's Joker are completely different. Mm -hmm. And then um, who else have we gotten before Mark Hamill? Caesar the only Romero. one Caesar. Caesar Romero is probably the most like Mark Hamill's, I guess. Well, Kinda... I think Mark Hamill probably modeled it after him since yes. Caesar did it first. Yes. But Mark Mark Hamill's become like everything you see from the Joker now is like kind of deriving from that. No, I don't think more so. I sinister. Think I think it's all Heath Ledger. Like a lot of people are taking off of Heath Ledger's performance. Joaquin Phoenix is like Joaquin Phoenix looks like directly like Heath Ledger. I I have a I struggle because like I love that Joker movie so much, but does his portrayal of the Joker feel original to you? Yeah, it does to me. I feel like he borrows a lot from Heath Ledger's portrayal. I don't know. Even down to like the face paint. I mean, that's not really his face paints different than Ledger's. Yeah, but it's kind of smudged and stuff. Like, well, I guess it's not, is it? No, it's not smudged until really till the end when he gets in the accident and they take him out and he takes the blood. Yeah, he smudges it all over his face. Yeah. But he's got more of that you know, mommy, daddy issues than Ledger's Joker. Ledger's Joker oh, is pure chaos. Yeah. 
Chaos Incarnate. I don't know. I, I love Mark Hamill's Joker. I mean, it is good, but I, the fact <laughs> you that see your you wife called you out on Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's she knows. Funny. Dude, are you kidding me? Anna Kendrick is a fucking smoke show. So is Britney Snow. Like, Oh, Britney Snow, dude. I watched those movies for those two. And then when they added Haley Steinfeld, who's also a smoke show. Let's go. Dude, you know what's unfair? Haley Steinfeld was the ugliest little kid. <laughs> think so. And now she's gorgeous. Did you see True Grit? Yeah. But she's, she's an ugly to little be, kid, dude. She's supposed to be like that because that's the character of Maddie. She was like... No, but she had dirty, rough, gruff child. You saw her on the red carpet for that movie and stuff, and that's what she looked like, man. Like obviously they they like they you know dirtied her up or whatever. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. She was a little kid, man. But I remember my wife's like, Oh, Haley Steinfeld came out with a new album. I was like, Oh, she's still around. I didn't know she was like around. And I'm like, that is the same girl. I was shocked. She can be around all she wants in my world. <laughs> oh, man. Well, next on the docket. Haley Steinfeld on my ween. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar really because I haven't watched Miss Maisel, Marvelous Miss Maisel, so I'm not really familiar with either one of these. Actors' bodies work, which could be very well uh, help them. When it yeah. comes to the Superman movie, um, because, you know, James Gunn going this route with lesser known actors allows him to do what James Dunn does. Gunn does is take obscure properties and and put them in the forefront and make them good. So who knows what they do with Superman? I just hope that when he's saying this is going to be a young Superman, we just we don't go all the way back to Smallville, and get his whole origin story again. And we don't. You know, and it's going to be like we get Smallville and he doesn't put on the suit to like the end of the movie. I'm just glad it wasn't Nicholas Holt. I want like, to be, be, the... be Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Holt seemed like the front runner for like a couple months, it felt like. And he actually, I guess, tried out for Lex and then and then decided to remove his name from the Lex consideration. And try out for Superman instead, but I—I I mean, he's all right. But did you like him as the Beast? Uh, I didn't think he was terrible, but I still stand by that the best live-action Beast is Kelsey Grammer. Oh, Kelsey Grammer's phenomenal. Do you see the rumor that he might be in Deadpool? Yeah, I've heard that he was in Deadpool too. When he makes a cameo as Beast in Deadpool too? That's Nicholas Holt, dude. No, the, it's when they open the, the door and they see the X Men there. Yeah, it's the older X Men, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. No, it's Nicholas. I'm pretty sure it's Nicholas Holt. All right, well, I'll take your word for it. Is that Deadpool two? I believe so. Or is that Deadpool one? It's two. Yeah, it's Nicholas Holt. Evan Peters is standing behind him. Ty Sheridan's there. James McAvoy. I don't think that's the actress that plays Storm. Maybe it is. And then uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, because he's driving around in the scene. He's driving around Professor Xavier's wheelchair in the mansion. Yeah. 
but it was Nicholas Holt. Kelsey Grammer's portrayal as Beast is one of those perfect castings. Like I saw a Facebook post, like what castings, you know, gone down its perfection that, you know what I mean? Kelsey Grammer's The Beast was it. What's up, Patrick? What up, brother? But I don't know. Who do you think they're like? So Rachel Brosnahan, I don't think is that young because David Corn Corn Sweat, whatever his name is. He's 29. And Rachel Brosnahan. How old is she? It is Nicholas Holt. You're right. 30. I guess they are close enough. 32. It's just weird, man. Like, I'm used to seeing her, like, as this comedian and stuff. Do you remember Amy Adams was cast as Lois Lane and, like, it felt like a step back for her? She's barely in any of it. Was it Amy Adams? Yeah, she was Lois Lane in Man of Steel. Snyder's thing? Yeah. But, like, they made her just, like, a set piece, essentially. And that's not a knock on Amy Adams. That's a knock on Zack Snyder's awful writing. I mean, she was a pretty big piece in of the puzzle in Batman Superman. I mean, how else were we going to get the Martha? Your mom's name is Martha? Is it Batman versus Superman or or Justice League where she's like in a cavern and she gets stabbed or something? Which one's the one with... um? Is it Deathstroke? No, it's not Deathstroke. What's his name? Zod. What's his What's his name? What does he turn into? From uh, Abomination or um, Doomsday. Abomination. Doomsday. Thank you. Um, is it Batman versus is Is he in Batman versus yes. Superman? Yeah, Doomsday? Batman versus Superman. Yes. Where Lois almost dies or something? Yeah. Well, well yeah, because it's Batman versus Superman where Batman dies, and then he comes back as the black suit Batman in. Uh, Justice League. No, Superman. Sorry, Superman. Yes, he comes back as the black black suit Superman in Justice League. So yes, it's Batman v Superman where Superman dies. Gotcha. Because he like sacrifices himself for Lois or something. Mm, I can't remember. Ask Max. He's seen that fucking that movie a million fucking times. I blocked that movie out. That movie is so bad. Corn sweat, corn sweat, corn sweat. I, I don't know. Maybe this guy will do good. I, I kind of want to watch something with him in it, but he's only done like three things. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm going to... I was used to be one of those people like, oh, I hate this casting. Da, 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 and then they come out and they're fucking amazing. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to wait and see what it looks like. And then I'll give my opinion. When's it and come I out? 2025? Like, he's so, yeah. He's not that well known. I don't think anybody can be like, oh my God. Like, I can't wait to see this dude. And some of the pictures I've seen of him, like, he looks like a douche nozzle, dude. It's like, hey, he looks enough like Henry Cavill to play another Superman-esque character like Henry Cavill, but we don't have to pay him the same kind of money as Henry Cavill. We got a win-win-win here. Like sometimes he looks like um, Anakin. What's that actor's name? 
Hayden Christensen. Yeah, look at this one. Joe's Doolin's excited that they casted a virtual nobody. I agree. It is nice that they did that. But like I said, following the Marvel formula, who knows what, you know, the rest of There's rumors going around out there that Brian Cranston's going to play uh, Lex Luthor, but he's kind of shooting those down. He's like, that's ass nine. Why is it just because I have a bald head? You automatically think I'm going to play Lex Luthor. He said it was lazy, didn't he? Yeah. This lazy yeah. fan casting. I just I just think he looks awesome, but isn't Lex and Clark supposed to be like s- close in age? Yeah. Like Brian Brian Cranston's like what, 60s? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how brown old Brian Cranston is. All right, well, let's switch gears a little bit. Brian Cranston is 67. Yeah, it's quite a bit older. It's almost he's pushing 70, bro. Well, let's switch gears to Marvel. No news is good news. Fantastic as as... Four. Fantastic Four for the last couple months has been saying they've that they've that they've solidified who's going to be the Fantastic Four. And the big article that broke uh, a few days ago is that everybody left. <laughs> Who was it? It was supposed to be Adam Driver, Margot Robbie, Paul Mescal, and David Diggs. And now they're saying David Diggs is the only one that potentially could still be in the role as Ben Grimm. All I've, the only castings I heard were the potential Margot Robbie as Sue Storm, but the, the for sure one that every, like, insider who's got information was was in on was that it was in fact adam driver playing reed richards um i wonder if they're really out out or if this is like ploy because you know today was the deadline for them to make a deal so they could be potentially going on strike um and that's why they're backing out or that or marvel is saying if you're going to go on strike then we're going to recast and Adam driver's like, do it, do it. I want them to get some no names. Do it. I don't know. Young though. Don't go the miles teller route, but I don't know, man. It's, it's just fucking weird. This whole fantastic four thing. It's just red flag after red flag. Don't you feel like that? I just, I just think that everything is so, I think Marvel, after the success of Endgame, right? Marvel went in this quantity over quality approach to where they're like, oh, we're going to give you three movies a year, plus TV shows, plus this, plus that, plus this, plus that, blah, 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 blah. blah. And uh, now... Walk that back lately, though. Yeah, now it's kind of biting them in the ass where they're like, all right, well... Nobody liked Phase Four except for Darth Lopez on Renovision, uh, because Phase Four set up Phase Five. Nobody really cared for what came out in Phase Four. Marvel's trying to do all this other shit, and it's not working. Marvel fans are clamoring for something different. They get something different, and they're not happy with it. So it's like they don't even know what they want. And now you get all these movies that they're like, oh well, you know, like Echo. Echoes being a TV show, and then you're going to get Daredevil, which is 18 episodes. 
you know, you get all this stuff and it's, you still haven't seen it pay off in any of these uh, other movies. Like how long are we going to have to wait to see Haley Steinfeld as Hawkeye in a movie as Kate Bishop in a movie, you know, Apparently, it's like, it's what weird I that Camilla is Khan is, yeah. was the most recent person and she's going to be making that jump into a movie right away. Apparently, um, what I read is the end of the Marvels is supposed to be Kamala Khan uh, meeting with Haley Steinfeld, and they're talking about uh, the Young Avengers. Yeah, Scott Lang's daughter, Cassie. Um, Cassie, thank you. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think the big thing is too, like, so. But now Thor's got a daughter too yeah. to you know to throw into that. So I mean you can see that they're laying that ground. And then of course you have Wiccan and Speed, who are also in the Young Avengers. Like the Young Avengers cast is coming along and being set, but it's just like Blade is another one that is constantly being shelved or pushed. This Fantastic Four constantly being pushed. The X-Men, like there's not even been a, a, a mention of the X-Men yet. Of course, well, the X Men. I think they no... have to wait for certain contracts. To yeah, but but still, out. like you could you could have like that announcement, you know, of oh, X Men's coming this twenty twenty six or whatever. But um, just the Fantastic Four, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to the like to me with the situation that's going on right now is. You know, SAG AFTA's negotiating. There's the writers are already on strike. The directors signed, but now they're they're talking to the about the the actors going on strike. And this could be just kind of like a show of solidarity where they're telling you know Adam Driver, Margot Robbie, well, if you go on strike, we're going to recast and move forward with our movie. If the script's already written, I don't know if the script's already written yet or not. So if the script are they even allowed to show them the script? Um. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of all that, but like I know Captain America, New World Order. I'm not calling it the new one because the new name's stupid, but New World Order oh, just Brave New World. Yeah, wrapped finishing or finished and wrapped shooting today or yesterday or something like that. I just saw the article that they they wrapped shooting, so they still shot that through the strike. So um, I think as long as there is a I think as long as the script is already submitted before the strike happened, they can move forward with it. Um, but with, you know, connections and people who are struggling actors in Hollywood, the, the writer strike has all but halted all the productions except for animation. How are these people going to eat, dude? Because some of these people, they've gotten like one script. You know what yeah. I mean? And they make a couple thousand dollars or they or they sell one script and that's enough to get them by for the year or something like that there you go zaggy zaggy said i'll gladly play the thing and sell for 30 million three percent of the toys oh the toy sales are going to be monstrous but i i think the biggest thing with marvel dude is like they've been hyping us up and letting us down so they're like ant-man 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 it's gonna be so good and then you went and saw ant-man you're like uh it was okay and then Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, it's gonna be so good. And then you go see Doctor Strange, and eh, it's okay. Then Thor, Thor was supposed to be the big thing, right? Like, 
Taika Watiti and and all this stuff and the and Thor's everybody's favorite character now, and that movie was god awful. It got into this place of complacency, man. They got into this place of complacency where after Endgame they were like, "We're the hottest shit around," you know, nobody can touch us, and they got into complacency and it bad writing, bad acting, and that's my thing with the, the writers thing is like, okay, you know, they I think they deserve you know, royalty rights and all that for streaming, you know, they deserve to be paid. But on the flip side is if they're going to be paid, they need to produce better content than the bullshit they've been putting out. Well, you know, Ke- we need Kevin Feige is to blame here too. Cause Fe- Kevin Feige is developing the framework for this whole thing. But he's not writing the scripts. He's not writing the scripts. He's approving them. Right. Well, he's I don't the one know. That's saying, not, and and don't he has an outline. Of- he has an outline that they're supposed to follow, right? Because he's kind of the architect of the whole yeah. universe building. I think he it's more so of like a do this, don't do that. This can be in there. That can't be in there. He, you know, because we're planning on something down the line. I think he's just handed the final script and he reviews it. And he's like, okay, that's fine. That's good. Don't, you can't have this. He just edits everything up. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I feel like he he's Joe Doolin <laughs> says that She Hulk's writer's room should make negative money. Yeah, that ending was lazy. Um I just feel like he is supposed to be the architect of this whole thing. And doesn't it feel like at times that they don't know what story they're trying to tell? Well, I think a lot of that is because they're trying to do this multiverse stuff and they've already kind of like you know, it came out and said, well, we have this giant board of multiverse stuff where we write all the multiverse stuff down so we can keep it in, in continuity and under control. Well, it already feels like they're out of control with it. Like, they don't know yeah. where, if or anything fits in. And it's really bad when your whole thing is supposed to be this new uh, saga, I guess, is all multiverse and there's been what three other multiverse movies that have come out from other studios that are better than anything you've put out. Yeah. I mean, everything everywhere all at once, Spider-Man. And what's the other one we were just talking about? Um, a multiverse movie into the spider verse. All right. Well, you already said, yeah. Across the spider verse, everything everywhere all at once. And wasn't there another one? Oh, the Flash! Yeah, oh yes, the Flash. Yeah, so there's so been how three I can of... I forget about the Flash? <laughs> yeah, the Flash has its issues, but it's still a better multiversal movie than Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange was. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, he actually went into other fucking multiverses. But I, I just feel like where you used to be the shining example of quality storytelling. And they, they had their missteps, Iron Man 2, Thor, The Dark World. like They've had their missteps, Avengers 2. But you're getting shown up, dude. And if I was Kevin Feige, I'd be like, wait a minute. We're the ones that started this, this universe building idea. And now we're getting beaten by Sony, Discovery, and fucking A24. <laughs> It's because the Mar- they've lost the Marvel formula, dude. Like I said, it was like they had this roadmap all the way up to Endgame. They had it all planned out. They knew everything was going to connect. 
and post Endgame, it's like they don't know what's going on. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how things are going to connect. And now add in Jonathan Majors and his allegations and the dude who played Submariner and his allegations and what's that going to do to these movies and what's that going to do to this? And, you know, it's just, I just think that it's a quality of a product there. You know, their fucking CGI has gone downhill. It's just like dramatically. They think that now it's everyone's just going to go see a Marvel movie so they can they don't have to be these epic spectacles anymore like they once were. Or they're so busy trying to make everything the next end game when they don't have to that it it doesn't work. I also think that they're trying to get us to care about characters that we don't really that don't really need their own spotlight like echo well or um i don't know like if i was marvel like chris evans wants to walk away fine recast him keep captain america in your universe you don't need to recast him there's so many there's so many marvel heroes out there that they don't have they can pass the mantle like they did to Sam Wilson. They don't need to recast. I know. I, I was just using him as an example, but they're they're doing a lot of care like the characters that we're all clamoring for to see, they're not doing those characters. Right. We don't have a Nova. We don't have X-Men yet. We don't have like instead they're giving us the Eternals and Miss Marvel and Shang-Chi. Well, Shang-Chi was I like that movie, but like they're trying in and don't get me wrong. I like the diversity thing. Love it. But it almost feels to the point where they're sacrificing storytelling for diversity. Well, they're doing that right? on purpose because of the world, the culture and the way the world is right now. Everything yeah. is all about equality and diversity and, you know, fucking LGBTQ and all that. So that's what they're taking those characters that target more towards that. And they're putting them in the forefront to catch everyone to not just, draw in the comic book fan or the the marvel mcu fan it's to connect to everyone now i just i just noticed that with disney in particular they seem to go through these waves so like disney will be riding high and then they'll go through a stint like they did in the mid 90s where they're coming out with stuff and it's just not good like around the time that um and i actually like this movie but they just weren't doing the numbers that are Disney-esque numbers, like when Brother Bear came out, those kind of movies. So they had they were riding high with Lion King and Pocahontas and all these things, and then they go through a dip. And then they come back up. They're riding high with Marvel and everything. And then they're going through, I think we're in the dip. And then Disney's just going to come. Disney's always going to be here. Like, they're one of the... They're the world's largest movie studio, but they're one of the largest brands in the world, too. Mm-hmm. Like... We're, I think we're just going through a dip. But if I was Kevin Feige, I'd be like, all right, guys, we need to fix this. Like, I would much rather them not come out with well, anything they brought, for a year or two. That's why they brought back Bob Iger. Yeah, but Bob Iger is only going to be CEO for two years. He's he's trying to find a replacement because Chapek was an idiot. Well, I mean, be that as it may, that's who they're trying to get to turn around the world. So... But do you really think Bob Iger is telling Kevin Feige, like, 
you need to step up your game. No, Bob Iger just told Kevin Feige, let's not release so much shit. But, but that was Chapik. Chapik's like, release more, release more, release more. Mm-hmm. That was his whole thing because, but I, if correct me if I'm wrong, before he was the CEO, he was in charge of the theme parks. I believe so. So his whole thing is, is money, 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 right? And Bob Iger, yes, money is a, is a concern, but I feel like Bob Iger, quality is also a concern. The way he talks, it just seems that he really cares about delivering a good product. Whereas Bob Chapek is like, how can we maximize our return? I know he's not a creative, but he does he does hire people. I mean, he got he came in and got rid of um the dude that hired that ran Marvel TV. Who was that? I don't know, but they like clean like house or whatever. They they fired the like VFX chick and they cleaned house. I know that. That was Bob Iger. So Bob yeah. Iger, the best leader, like maybe he's not a creative, but the best leaders know how to put people in situations, how to get rid of people that aren't up to the situation or up to the occasion, right? You're not up like, to the occasion. You're out of here, son. But if I was Kevin Feige, I'd be pissed because this is his name on the line, and he and nobody's coming i don't remember the chick that directed the eternals all i remember is that kevin feige was in charge of that shit and came out with a bad movie i don't think we really know how much in feige is really in charge of like i think he just constructs the overall world and then leaves it up to the directors to and he's just a producer man his name's just on it he just oversees it so you don't know really how much He's, I know it, something's broken there. Joe's doing says, I think the pandemic scared them. Having all movies tied together means one pushback screws up the whole thing. Well, they're yeah, and they're already kind of doing it because the Kang Kang stuff and like now the writers strike. All these pushbacks are screwing up everything. Dude, if I was in charge of one of these studios and I'm hiring somebody like a Jonathan Majors or David Cornsweat or whatever to 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 be one of my tent pole like a Robert Downey Jr. one of my tent pole um uh actors or actresses you better believe I'm paying millions of dollars to do extensive background checks I'm talking to friends of friends of friends you know what I mean to figure out who this person is because how is it that you're getting so much fucking controversy for like Jonathan majors, the dude that played Namor um, Brie Larson was involved in some controversy when she first got in the cut to Marvel, right? It just takes a little bit of alcohol and the wrong situation to start it. He, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean they have a checkered past. It just one situation, one, you know, wrong move, one, bad drink and poor choice and now all of a sudden you're a fucking abuser you know it's who knows it's but jonathan majors apparently and they're they're nypd the thing i read is they put out a warrant for the chick that accused jonathan majors of of this latest thing Mm -hmm. but apparently there's a bunch of evidence that even though this one might not be real he's 
done it plenty of other times. Yeah, according to things I've read. So how hard is it to fucking find that shit? Innocent till proven guilty, man. That's all I'm gonna say. I I understand, and I'm and I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Innocent till proven guilty. I hope I hope the dude's innocent. I hope he's truly innocent, not just found innocent. I hope he's truly innocent. This is an awful thing to be accused of. But dude, man, like have a little bit i mean i can't like if i got arrested for doing drugs right you know how hard it would be for me to find a job and or if i beat my wife you know how hard it would be for me to find a job they're just hiring these people like they do extensive background checks for normal jobs why aren't they doing that for fuck it you're handing somebody millions of dollars to be the face of your franchise. It just, it just, I don't know. It just feels so cavalier. Well, the problem is, is most, a lot of people keep this shit under wraps and because, you know, they don't have money. They can't have any, they can't gain anything. And now, you know, Jonathan majors is pretty unknown. And then now he's getting that Marvel money and then he gets cast in Creed three. And so he's starting to get a little bit more known. And so then it's like, oh, well, there's that payday. I can come out. Bubbles up. Yeah. And say, oh, you know, I need to make some money or my house payments do. Oh, I'm going to bring up these allegations or this abuse that you gave, you know, did to me 10 years ago. And you're going to pay me to shut up and not ruin your career. So I'm going to get this payday, you know, And, and that's pretty much what it feels like is like a lot of these people, maybe not in this situation, but a lot of these people come out of the woodworks and they're like, oh, well, he beat me four years ago and now I want that money, son, you know? Yeah. So I know you didn't arrest that girl, Zaggy, but there's also, there was also someone he was involved with on the set of um, Ant-Man in the Wasp quantum mania that is accusing him of this stuff. So it's more than just this one instance that he's being accused of. So yeah, and that's what I was alluding to. He may be innocent of this one, but there's a lot of other things that are coming out. You know, remarkably, like there's a lot of articles and stuff saying Jonathan Majors this, Jonathan Majors that. Not a whole lot of stuff coming out about the Namor actor. If you notice yeah, that, it's all kind of just yeah. I don't know. I I think the bottom line here for me is that superhero fatigue is real and we're in it and until they put out something that blows our minds and that is new we're you know that's and they could potentially do that with fantastic four um who knows i think deadpool 3 is gonna make gangbusters i i don't i mean maybe because they pushed it up hugh jackman well yeah but i just find it weird like spider-man did a billion dollars no way home and then they followed it up with dr strange that was just okay i mean i liked it but i I didn't love it you know i saw spider-man no way home in the theater like seven times dude but you're also look at look at the audience a spider-man movie draws look at (laughs) everyone knows spider-man Everyone wants to go to see Spider-Man. Not very many people give a shit about Doctor Strange. Yeah, but that movie, 
<clears throat> features Doctor Strange and sets it up that this is going to be a direct continuation of that Spider-Man movie. And turns out it was originally supposed to come out before it. So the movie was written to be what sets up Spider-Man No Way Home. Sony freaking got in a hissy fit and made Marvel release it before Doctor Strange. So there's no mention of, I think, one side comment about the Spider-Man thing. There's more of a of a direct mention of Spider-Man No Way Home in, in Across the Spider-Verse than there is Doctor Strange. Well, it makes sense that there shouldn't be because, you know, everyone's going to forget who Peter Parker is. So in Doctor Strange, Peter Parker didn't make the wish. Or Spider-Man didn't make the wish. Peter Parker did. So if you don't know who Peter Parker is anymore, why would you bring it up? Oh, dude, you know what I just... That's a plot hole. Fucking Spider-Man across... Everybody's supposed to forget who Peter Parker is. And that's how Toby and Andrew Garfield go back, right? Mm -hmm. But yet, in the cartoon, Mary Jane still knows who Jake Johnson's Peter Parker is. It's, It's separate. That sh- shit is not connected to. But Did Tom Holland shit is not it? connected to Across the Spider Verse. But they make it. But what weren't we saying when we? I need to watch No Way Home again. Weren't we saying that it was like across the board? That's why all those holes in the universe got plugged up because all those people forgot who Peter Parker was, even their Peter Parkers. But it's this universe the whole world knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So all of those other universes are coming into crashing into this one because that's the universe that knows where that Peter Parker is Spider-Man where so only affected Tom Holland's universe. Pretty much. Yes. Interesting. Different timelines, man different universes well let's talk about some more marvel stuff secret invasion not sure why the background's a different color on this one but whatever uh two episodes have come out we have not talked about the last one have we Mm -mm. why didn't we do that last week (laughs) i don't know we did have a show last week yeah we talked the flash I guess it was just so forgettable. We talked the Flash and we talked woke culture. (laughs) Wasn't there something else we reviewed? It was the Flash and... Mm. Oh, we talked about Craven, the trailer and and, uh, SDC boycotts or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... This... This show is trying... So, I don't know how many of you guys are watching it. We are going to get into spoilers. This show kind of starts off with a... What's the word? They want it to be impactful. I didn't find it that impactful. The ending of the first episode. No. So, um, Colby Smulders, who plays Agent... um, Maria Hill. Maria Hill is killed at the end of the first episode and directly after that episode there was like oh my gosh marvel just did this marvel just did that that's a big thing and i'm like 
who the fuck cares? Like when, why, why is that? She's barely in anything. I, I feel like Coulson's death was more impactful than Maria Hill's. Don't you? Um, no, because Coulson came back. I know you can make the argument of, oh, well, <sighs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't canon, but it is because they used Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to set up Avengers 2. And then there was mention of Avengers 2 in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So you can sit here and go, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't canon, but it is because you set it up that way. So the Coulson thing, I really feels like, it feels like to me, it's kind of null and it void. It became empty. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. I, I like Colby Smolders. I just, I didn't feel like the big, uh, I didn't feel like this big, fucking gut punch i guess dude i felt like episode one of this was really boring like it was really slow for the first 20 minutes and it's not until um amelia clark reveal you find out who amelia clark's character is that the show kind of picks up um well and she's a really good actress too like i feel like episode edition i feel like episode two was much better and did a much better explanation of of the scrolls and like the magnitude of the event you're facing and how like you you don't know who can be a scroll and i kind of agree um with uh zaggy here that the second episode was better set up who the scrolls are and roadie is probably a scroll i agree kind of the way roadie is is talking to nick fury it give you get that feeling that he's a scroll yeah because he almost takes pleasure in firing him yeah um what is uh what's the show that roadie is supposed to be heading armory wars armor wars armor wars mm-hmm. now i'm not familiar is that a storyline that you're familiar with there is an armor war storyline in the comics yes i'm not 100 percent or familiar with it so i don't know how they're going to do a movie called armor wars when he's the only well, I guess him and Ironheart are the only two that wear suits, unless like Justin Hammer comes back and starts making suits. And but, um, well, and now you have uh, oh, I was thinking Blue Beetle for a second. <laughs> um, don't you have somebody else that kind of wears a a suit? Well, you have Ironheart, Riri Williams, yeah. You have Rhodey, and I guess you could cons- you could count Pepper Potts as she's rescue. Oh, but, but Gwyneth Paltrow's already said she's done. I'm pretty sure. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't even remember being in Marvel movies. <laughs> so, part one, Stark War. This is the Armor Wars um, from '87. Part one, Stark Wars. After Iron Man finishes a training session, in order to impress a general, he returns to Stark Enterprises. Uh, he compiles a list of several yes, sure armed criminals. I mean, if you're, t- I'm talking about just MCU, Joe. But I mean, if you want to go off comic books, like Norman Osborn had a suit, the Punisher had a suit. Um, there's been several characters that have had Iron Man esque suits. 
So Justin Hammer is in the Armor Wars storyline. Apparently, Spymaster sells Tony Stark Tony Stark's designs to his rival Justin Hammer. Iron Man goes after the Stilt Man. I don't know half of these characters. I know Justin Hammer. Well, Iron Man gets Mauler to surrender his battle suit without a fight. If there's anything with Iron Man in it, you know it's not going to happen because he's dead. Well, apparently, the big rumor that's been for about six months is that Tony's come back in some capacity. Pearly. I mean, they have a multiverse now. They could do whatever they want. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Part two glitch. Iron Man intercepts and negates the Raiders and later finds out one name is missing from Hammer's database due to a glitch in the upload. Uh, Iron Man ruthlessly attacks the Beetle as he tries to steal exotic pieces of art. This sounds boring as fuck, dude. The Captain, an alias used by Steve Rogers at that time, thanks Tony's for the new shield. But after having learned of Tony's crusade, he tries to dissuade him from continuing. Meanwhile, Rhodes, disguised as a villain Electro, lets himself capture lets himself captured by the guardsmen to infiltrate the vault. I have a feeling that this is going to be another one of those in-name only things. I don't know, man. Uh, if he's a scroll, then how does that... Is he a good scroll then? No, because he just fought, fired Nick Fury. I just... I don't fucking get it, dude. I don't feel like they know what they're doing. But I will say this, dude. The fight scene in the... Um, when... Uh, is it Gravik? And his two guys that go into that, that meat shop and start mm-hmm. murdering all those dudes? That was fucking awesome. I thought that was really cool. He picks up one guy and puts him on a meat hook. Yeah. Like, I thought that was more violent than Marvel is known to be. So that was a nice little change of pace, but it's not enough for me to say, Oh, this show's great. Well, to me, the premise of it, like it's built that the scrolls were, you know, in the war with the Kree and they were getting their asses handed to him and they were trying to find a new world. And Nick Fury promised his and um, Miss Marvel or, you know, Captain Marvel's, carol danvers help in finding a new place to live and now they're the main scrolls pissed off because he feels like nick fury went back on his word and forgot about them and isn't helping them you know find a new place to live and then all sides are lying to each other because you know there was only supposed to be a handful of scrolls on the, the earth and now what's his name gravik or um gravik is the main bad guy okay the main good guy his he tells talos Talos that there's hundreds of scrolls on there and so now gravik is taking after you know gravik is praised for being this warrior and losing his family in the war with the kree you know he's mad that nick fury kind of built him up and then now he's went back on his word and hasn't helped them find a new world yet and so he's so now they're just going to take extracting his revenge and like the whole premise of this of like well 
you don't know who is and who isn't a scroll. And the scrolls could be anyone. And that's what it's supposed to be the scary and unpredictable nature of this show. But the problem is, is you can tell. Like they act so much different. Like you can tell Rhodey kind of gives off that scroll vibe and that's wrong with him. Yeah, Nick Fury's picking up on it. You can tell that, you know, Nick Fury was a scroll when, you know, at towards the end there when he shot uh Maria. You could tell that the dude was a good scroll that saved Nick Fury when he was, you know, taking him away in the van. And like you can it just the minute someone's on the screen, you're like, oh, okay, well, you can tell they're a scroll already because they're not played the same. The one that kind of shocked me uh, until he started running was, um, oh, what's his name? In the bottom middle there, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was in that's in uh, Sherlock. I didn't what's even uh, I didn't even notice that Zaggy. That Zaggy says that all the scrolls were some kind of green on them. Does Don Cheadle have green? I should turn on my TV and just scan through the shit. Um, Martin Freeman, uh, Martin Everett, Freeman. Everett Ross. He, his shocked me a little bit because now there's a big question. Was he always a scroll? Was this just a scroll at this time? Is, is, um, is he captured somewhere or is he running around somewhere else? Because the last you see in, is it black Panther? He gets picked up by his ex-wife, um, Julia Louis Dreyfus, who I can't remember what her character's name is. Um, and there's supposed to be something else. Started. So is he off doing that? And this is just a different Ross. Like there are questions about his character. And well, Rhodey, and they have... it might pick up later. I really like Gravik as a as a villain so far. I like <clears> him. <throat> well, the interesting part is like they have a president in this movie, but in Captain America, Thunderbolt Ross is supposed to be the president. So it's like, what what where are we going here? You know, or you find out that because Thunderbolt Ross isn't he third in line? Isn't he like? Well, I think he runs for president and gets elected to be president. Well, we don't know that in the movie, though. Joe's Doolin says, the problem is I don't care about any character in this series or what happens to them. I agree. I like Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. I really like Emil Clark. But Amelia why Clark? But why do we care about Talos? What has Talos done that we care oh, about? Oh, I don't. I don't. I just like him as an actor. And, and he doesn't bug me when he's on the screen. Nick Fury's starting to bug me a little bit. I feel like Nick Fury, and it's no offense against Samuel Jackson, but Nick Fury has kind of overstayed his welcome a little bit. It's like, what are you still doing here, dude? Why has everybody around you died except you? Because he blipped and came back. So it doesn't do anything to explain to us like why he's like hardened now. Because he blipped and came back. He's he so got, he's angry about he, that. Well, he always thought he was Nick Fury. He was the head of Shield. He was always untouchable. 
And Thanos came and snapped him out of existence. And he got brought back five years later. So he's no longer got that feeling of invulnerability. Like he knows that at a moment's notice, he could be wiped from the face of the earth. So now he's trying. And so he's no longer, he no longer really has a purpose. So that's why he went and shield's gone. So that's why he went to to sword and ran away to space because everything he built on earth is gone. Yeah, and now he's watching everything he built be destroyed, and people he cared about killed. So he's struggling with it. So I want to call out to who said that about the green, but it doesn't make sense though either because if you go back to Spider Man um, No Way Home, which was before Endgame. Um, wait, no, was it? Yeah, it was before no, it was after in game. Right? No way home was after in game. Yes, because they they blip and then they go. They have to finish their last thing at senior year, and he's graduating school. Oh, that's right, because they make the joke about the older kid. Yeah, okay, never mind then. Because I was say yeah. Talos is Nick is portrayed as you know. You find out that Talos was Nick Fury the entire time in that. So yeah, at the end. No, that was you find out Talos is Nick Fury at the end of the second Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No way home. I mean, far from home. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's why I was confused. No way home's after Endgame. Far from home's before Endgame. <laughs> no, wait. No, it's not. It's after. Because far from home is when they go to Europe and they make the thing about the blip, and right. they have that one older kid on the class that likes MJ that's, that's trying right. to like sabotage Peter. Now, so I'm fast forwarding through the second episode to see if I spot anybody wearing green. So far, the British lady that torments that guy in the meat locker is wearing a green sweater. And we know she's a scroll. We do know she's a scroll. Yeah. Does it say that? I'm realizing I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to this. I'm pretty sure she's. But like the president is on the TV right here. He's not wearing green. I don't think he's actually a, is that a president or is that is he I just kind of got oh, the no, he's, he's just like a news, news. Yeah, which that's a link to, to the that's a link to the Daredevil Netflix series at FXN News. Is it? Mhm. Yeah, so the new so um the Happy Gilmore dude. What's his name? Scooter Shooter McGavin. McGavin. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. He's not wearing green. He's got green eyes, though. And I don't think that that actor has natural McDonald's. green lines. And graphics got... So I think I'm just reading into things. I think the green thing might be a nice little thought, but I don't think it's legit. But Emil Clark is wearing a green bracelet. But you already kind of know she's a scroll. Don Cheadle isn't wearing anything green except his. I mean, his tie is questionable. Is his tie green? No, but his tie. His tie is kind of like multicolored. When does he? Get, when does he fire Nick Fury? Is that at the beginning of the episode? No, it's at the end. It's toward the end. When he goes on the run. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I kind of my consensus is kind of the same as Joe Doolin. I like all the actors, but the characters I don't really are poorly written. I just don't care about them. So there's some a United Kingdom person is wearing a green necklace. But Don Cheadle's not wearing anything green in this. Don Cheadle, Cheadle, Cheadle. Green is pretty prominent, like more prominent than you would think clothing would be. Like green clothing. Like I'm watching the, the courtroom scene. It's not a courtroom. It's like a tribe. What's it called? Tri yeah, whatever. And several of the world leaders in the back are wearing green stuff. I mean, that's like the most intriguing element to the show to me is like, you don't know who's going to be a scroll and who isn't, but you can, but once they come on screen, you can kind of tell by the way the demeanor is, especially if it's like an established character, like his watch face is green, dude. Who's Don Cheadle's is it? Yeah. It just flashed across the screen when he's like talking to them and using his hands, the watch face of his is green. Hmm. Maybe it is. There you go. But right now, two episodes in of this six episode series, and I'm just kind of like, eh, it's a show. It's there. It's filling the void of something to watch while we have nothing to watch. Because watch Silo, dude. Silo's fucking awesome. Just aired its season premiere or series finale, season finale yesterday. And it's fucking awesome. That show is a mind fuck i don't know but yeah there's there's not a whole lot of anything we've started watching stuff from like last year that we didn't get a chance to watch like we just watched a uh, friend of the family on peacock which was really good um that's probably what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back and watch succession and watch all these shows that i didn't watch when they were on yeah succession's uh Succession's one that I need to watch just because everybody said how good it is. I mean, I have a whole, I'm not leaving until Sunday to meet up with my family. So, uh, I think I have some time. <laughs> and some say that Lance just might not go at all. <laughs> no, I have to. Yeah. The bear is another one people tell me about. Miss Davis is one I want to see. It has the girl from, um, uh, Glow, a show that I really liked, and they got canceled. I'm getting excited that they're bringing the new season of um, What We Do in the Shadows is about to start. Is it? Stoked for that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, it feels like a dry summer, does it not? Oh, it's going to be even drier fall when all the, because all the writers are on strike. Well, we still have stuff coming out. I mean, you've got um, you've got uh, Miss Marvel coming out. You've got Blue Beetle coming out, but no, no TV shows. I think. I just don't understand. These companies are on some of these projects are making billions of dollars. Why can't they just pay their writers, man? Don't know. I don't get it. Don't man. Know. I hope it gets cleared up because I want to see some new shit and some good shit. 
So hopefully that a, a few months of not writing anything will come out with some better shit. I'm not investing in the Witcher, dude. I didn't care for the for it to start now that they're gonna transition from fucking uh what's his face to Liam Hemsworth. I'm good. Did you know that that show that none of the actors knew that Henry Cavill was leaving until they finished filming this season? No, I didn't. Apparently. I, I don't watch it either because I'm not into that. Um, like, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan or Lord of the Rings, like that fantasy type shit. I'm just, it's not for me. Um, but I did read that he kind of came out of nowhere and said, I'm not coming back. Zaggy says that, or Joe's Doolin says that Disney Plus lost nine hundred million last quarter. I don't think that they're really like. How did it lose people? Like, or how did it lose money? Because ninety percent of their content is just—is it because they bought the Sony deal? Would that be how they lost money? 90% of their content of what people are watching is old shit or Disney Channel. Like, I know my girls watch Disney Plus. Like, you think about the shows we watch on Disney Plus. So, like, what, 10 of them? It's not like, it's, it's not like Netflix that uh, basically now. Cost of production exceeds revenue. I don't think they're concerned about it. Do you think they're concerned about it? No, they basically have a license to print money, so I don't think they give two shits. Uh, I think where they do, where they do have some concern is they've had um, a few box office bombs over the last, uh, basically since. Endgame, but mostly been Strange World, Eternals, um, animation, Pixar movies. Disney's direct consumer segment, which includes the flagship Disney Plus streaming service, suffered loss of 659 million in the just ended fiscal second quarter. The company said that was significantly lower than the 850 million that analysts projected and less than half than what it was two quarters ago. So they're losing less money than they did two quarters ago. That's essentially what it's saying. And they were expecting to lose more, but they didn't. I don't know what this means, dude. The loss from streaming will increase by $100 million this period because of shifting marketing costs, Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy said Wednesday on a conference call with analysts. So they're expecting all this. But a wider loss this period, which McCarthy characterizes a little blip, rose back some of the progress Disney has made towards achieving profitability in its streaming business. The company is simultaneously seeking, seeing a sharp decline in its traditional TV business, which includes ABC and ESPN. So, so it's not $900 million they lost in, in Disney+. Plus. It's their direct-to-consumer market, which includes Disney+, Plus, Disney Channel, ABC, ESPN, it's 900 million across all those things. And ESPN is bleeding money right now. They just fired uh, several of their, of their anchors. 
um, that they've had for like 30 plus years. And that's not new with ESPN. That's been going on. Remember Mike and Mike, Matt? Mm-hmm. Like since Mike and Mike got canceled, they've been firing people left and right. I think Max Greenberg is out now. Or Max, what's his name? Apparently he might be jumping over to Fox because Disney's not renewing his contract. They just, they got rid of Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose is gone. Uh, Keyshawn, uh, whatever his name is, is gone. A lot of people are gone. And ESPN, the other issue they have is that their streaming network sucks. ESPN Plus. It's awful, dude. Half the time, like, you're like, oh, it's on ESPN, so I can watch it on the app, like a like a game or something. And then come to find out, oh, it's on ESPN, but you can't watch it on the app. Like, you have to have... The problem with ESPN, dude, is that, like, you're the worldwide leader in sports, but they don't have the games people want to watch. Most of the time, the games people want to watch are on different networks. TNT, TBS, fucking FSN. Like, I think they're the worldwide leader in sports broadcasting, but I don't think they're the worldwide leader in like sports games because fucking YouTube just got the NFL Sunday ticket contract. Which DirecTV's uh, had for years. Yes. Um, which that could be a clusterfuck with streaming. Like, I could see that being a massive clusterfuck. How so? What do you mean? Streaming on YouTube. Like, look at Amazon, dude. So... Amazon had trouble streaming NFL Thursday night football games at the beginning. And there has been other, like, it's just like if their streams crash or their quality isn't good, like, I don't know. I don't really know how well YouTube, you know, NFL Sunday ticket going to YouTube TV is going to do. I mean, I don't think, I think YouTube is more... I mean, Amazon Prime, they turned it into like Amazon Prime was never meant to be a live television network, right? Mm-hmm. But YouTube TV was built that way. So like Hulu live TV, like it's a different in- infrastructure than like Hulu, right? So I don't know. I I think YouTube, YouTube is probably better prepared to handle it than Amazon was. And plus Google, like as far as their streaming shit, they're light years ahead of everybody. They've been running YouTube for over a decade. You know, yeah. Prime Prime picked up live TV, let that live football thing, and had nothing else live. And Netflix is the same way. Do you remember um, what was it that came out? The Chris Rock special. Like Netflix was never meant to be a live streamer. They came out the Chris Rock special and it went dead for like 10 minutes. Well, they tried to do the same thing with like that show, the love is blind finale and it got all jacked up and like, Oh yeah. There are a bunch of people tuned in and it like, wasn't there. I, I think YouTube's probably better prepared for that. We'll see. They better be cause they're messing with an entity in the NFL that they don't want to be messed with. It's like direct TV. Like, They've had the streaming stuff. They had direct TV stream, I think it's called, right? And was that they had, freezing? They've had on demand. And they have their own streaming. It's it's they have their own like app now where you can stream through it and like you don't need the direct TV box, but it's still like 
the same thing. They're they're used to streaming live TV. Yeah, and I think YouTube TV. It's a matter, of, but then again, you've got to worry about overloading the server and, and overloading the feeds and all that now. Like all these people tuning into games that are streaming, do they have the bandwidth? Because that's the problem with the Thursday night football game is that a lot of people were complaining about the quality of the stream and that as more people got on, the quality diminished and you have to have but I think that's because they're not to, built that way. I think well, I think from the I think from the ground like YouTube TV is built differently than Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime was never doing live anything. Right. Doolin says, by the way, Disney's direct to consumer is just streaming, not their TV. So it's Disney plus Hulu and ESPN plus. Well, ESPN plus is losing mega bucks. And Hulu, they've been talking about wrapping up the whole thing and just rolling it into Disney plus. Like they do it in every other country in the world. We're the only country that has Hulu and Disney Plus. Everywhere else has Disney Plus, and then you go in and there's that star uh, thing that's basically Hulu. I don't know, man. All I know is that they need to step up their... I get excited to watch these things, and I'm consistently let down, dude. With Thor being the most recent one. Yeah, I don't feel let down by it. I just. You didn't feel let down by Thor? Nah. I felt more let down by the way they handled uh, Gore the God Butcher, but. Yeah. I still had fun with Thor. Like, it wasn't some cinematic masterpiece, but it also wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen. It's one of the worst Marvel movies. Yeah, but it's in bottom five. I don't know. I just again think Secret Evasion just isn't. We'll see. It isn't terrible, but it isn't great. It just kind of exists. We'll see if it picks up. It's. I definitely hope it picks up. This second episode was better than the first, in my opinion, but it still feels kind of like. Uh, slow how many episodes is this supposed to be do you know i believe it's six only six <laughs> yep they don't learn do they every time we talk about one of these disney plus things and it's six to eight episodes we get to episode five or six and i'm like when the fuck is this thing gonna pick up because they only got two episodes left <laughs> hopefully hopefully daredevil's better i mean 18 ep- is it 18 episodes daredevil Daredevil's 18, yes. Watch, they're going to be 20-minute episodes. <laughs> Instead of hour-long things. Uh, maybe, who knows? I don't know. It's um, We'll see. I mean, I think they're already losing faith in their stuff. That's why Echo is being released all at once. I think Echo's being released all at once because they've got the content. They already made it, and instead of losing money, they're just going to drop it all to get it out there and move on. So, I don't know. I mean, and that's another return for Vincent D'Onofrio. you think it'd be more um, 
and apparently uh i think it's to a test might to be see. in it too i think it's just a way to test the, the market to see if okay our numbers are better if we release it all at once versus episodically why do we have to test the market netflix has been doing that since day one yeah but this is a different beast and their binge numbers are i mean netflix leads subscribers do you know that they came out with this password thing and they gained 20 million subscribers well yeah because everybody who fucking was enjoying netflix content or watching shows on netflix that just started and got booted off because they didn't have passwords have to go back and fucking sign up again but meanwhile i was like you know i might cancel this thing it's the most expensive one by far and I rarely use it. I can't remember the last thing I watched. Oh, I watched uh, Extraction 2 because I couldn't find anything else to watch. They're saying that um, The Flash probably would have made more money if they just released it on HBO Max. Did you see that, Matt? No, no. Yeah, they're saying that... Um, they wouldn't have lost as much money if they just released it on HBO Max and didn't go for a theater. And now you see uh, the director of the new Aquaman that's coming out. He's like imploring people to go watch this movie it, in stating, even though the DCEU is ending and being rebranded or whatever, go see this movie because it's incredible or whatever. Like he's already... They're already playing damage control, and that movie's not coming out for another like six months. That's if it comes out and doesn't get pushed again. That'd be a mistake on their part. If they push it, they should just not release it. I don't know. Makes me wonder how bad Batgirl actually was, though. <laughs> for them just to shelve it knows and yet they were okay releasing the flash with cgi that looked like it was done by a 10 year old and learning how to do cgi uh i guess it just kind of depends on where you are and i mean the whole thing with the batgirls that they were saying it was going to be like x amount of money in reshoots and so why do you want to spend another 100 million in reshoots when you could just shelve it and cut your losses and write it off now they're saying that it's possible it could see the light of day. It won't. It never will. Did you hear that Kevin Smith apparently has a copy of the Joel Schumacher cut? He does. He's confirmed it. He confirmed it on his podcast. Like he owns it? Mm -hmm. You should just leak that shit, dude. He's only, I mean, he's showing it at his movie theater and that's it. He's not, like, he doesn't own the rights to it or to, to, put, no, or to put it, it. in theaters doesn't need to be doesn't need to be uh and nobody needs to know just leak yeah. that shit like the deadpool uh test sequence that got us the somehow everybody movie. already knows everybody already knows it was ryan reynolds that leaked it yeah but they couldn't really prove it everybody thought but i don't know all right well i think that's a good spot to end it tonight you got anything else you want to talk about no, uh, just a reminder, we will not be having a show next week, but we will be um, returning to, to give you guys some San Diego Comic-Con coverage. Matt and I will both be there. Uh, we're excited about it. 
Um, I'm excited just to get to California, dude. I think the weather is going to be so much better. But yeah, no show next week. And um, have an amazing July 4th. Oh, and uh, Alan Arkin died today. Argo, fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, rest in peace, Alan Arkin. R.I.P. And that's it. All right. That's all I got. Well, on that note, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us. Thank you, Joe's doing. Thank you, Leftover Zaggy. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you to my beautiful wife. Thank you to Eric. Thank you to Derpy Entertainment. Thank you to everyone in the chat for hanging out. Um, and catch us in two weeks as we return to hopefully a weekly show. <laughs> but until next time. All you freaks and geeks Come all you freaks and geeks Let's listen to Absolute Geek Absolute Geek We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks Spread the cheeks And drink some Cosby wine We'll drink some Cosby wine it makes me feel real fine. Exactly understands. See you next time on the absolute.